0: Welcome to Earthling Talk with Annie the Earthling, a warm space where we talk mindfulness, spirituality, life and the wonderful, magical, challenging experience that is being an Earthling on this planet we call Earth. Thank you for choosing my podcast and I hope you enjoy. Today I found myself stressing for no reason. I kind of caught my mind and I caught my body in a feeling of just stress and I don't have anything to be stressed about and I do suffer a lot from anxiety and it's something that I'm constantly working on and constantly trying to keep in check and keep in balance but I thought why do I feel so stressed and why do I sort of search for that feeling and make myself more stressed. Because when I caught myself in that feeling, I didn't think, okay, well, it's all good. So I can just calm down now. I thought to myself, what can I do? What can I do to be productive? What can I do to kind of match this energy? What can I do to make myself feel satisfied that I'm really doing something? And that's such a toxic way to think. And I know so many people out there feel the same way and think the same way. And I feel like so many of us are addicted to stress. We feel like the only way to be successful and productive is to be stressed. And you know what, sometimes that feeling can come in handy, that sort of feeling of pressure that you have on yourself so that you can get something done. So our body does work with us in that way but it's not good when it's constant and when you're in a situation where you're trying to relax but all you can think about is what you should be doing or what you haven't done yet and that's not a good way to live because we want to be able to relax. So I've written down today some, just done a bit of a brainstorm of some ways that I can sort of keep myself in check and keep, keep the stress away and just allow myself to have a more slow lifestyle because that's the thing. I feel like my brain tells me that I'm not allowed to have a slow lifestyle, that it's not productive, I'll be missing out on other things and I don't know where that talk comes from because that's not how I genuinely feel. I love a slow lifestyle And when my mind is calm, like that, that's where it's at for me. A slow lifestyle is the way I want to live. And it's not for everyone. A lot of people like being busy and a lot of people love a jam-packed social calendar. But I don't. I'm starting to realise more and more that I am an introvert and I do love my own company. And I love working on my own solo creative journeys and creative little... Things that I like to come up with, and I'd love catching up with my friends, but the time I spend by myself, I really recharge. So it's a bit of a challenge coming out of lockdown and everyone coming out of lockdown because there is so much in the one go, and everyone's gone from zero to a hundred, and rightly so because we've been locked up for so long. But it's such a test for me to say no to things and to really ask myself, did that feel good? Is that something that I want to do? Is that something that I'd do again? Is that someone that I would see again? How did it feel when I was hanging out with those people? So it's it's really nice to just check back in with myself. And also, I'm so glad that my mind has recognised so quickly and sort of gone on this little Journey so quickly of just asking myself, How am I feeling so far? It's only been a few days where life is quote unquote back to normal and everyone's allowed out and I'm glad that I've checked in my checked in with myself this quick and not let myself get so overwhelmed because being an introvert, you really can get overwhelmed. Especially through summertime when there's so much going on, it's so busy there's everyone everywhere all the time, so yeah, it's been really nice just to check in with myself and just to really ask myself how I want to live my life, What is my mind doing at the moment in this sort of new phase of life going back to normal, and yeah, I just I find myself not allowing my mind to rest. I find myself not allowing to see pleasure in different situations because my mind is so go, 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 my list, my tasks, my to-do list, what have I got to do? And I sometimes feel like if I haven't done like a chore or like done something off my to-do list in the day, I feel like it's a waste of a day, which is such a crazy thought, but I know so many of you would feel the same. I feel like at the end of the day, when my partner comes home, I feel my mind telling me, okay, you need a report on all the things that you've done you need to you need to say, well, I've done this around the house, done this, blah blah blah, just to make myself feel like I haven't wasted a day. To make myself feel like, you know, I'm I'm important, I'm doing something, I'm contributing, and it's just such a funny thing that my mind does. And like my partner wouldn't care if I hadn't done anything around the house that day. He wouldn't give a shit. <laughs> So it's just funny that I tell myself, you know, I need to prove that I'm being productive and prove that I'm not being lazy. And I think that's the trigger word at the moment, like lazy. And that's what my mind tells me. It's like, you've got to be ticking off things off your to-do list. You've got to be doing, doing, doing. Otherwise, you're lazy. And my little report I do at the end of the day when my partner comes home, which I've really got to stop. It's all around fear of him seeing me as lazy. I don't want him to think that I'm a slob. And that's like such a negative kind of connotation that comes around with having a low, uh, having a slow lifestyle. And that's bloody capitalism, baby. If you're having a slow lifestyle, society makes you feel like you're a slob, you're lazy. Because... People want you to join the rat race and people that are in the rat race, they see your slow lifestyle and they think, fuck you. I want a slow lifestyle. Why do I have to be in the rat race? But you know what? You don't have to be. You don't have to work a nine to five. You don't have to get everything done on your to do list that day. And this is something that like I am telling myself constantly and something that I'm trying to relearn almost every day. It's okay that I don't have a massive salary and then I'm not working a 9-to-5 job. That isn't something that you have to do. You can be successful if you don't do that. But think about what you deem as success. Do you deem having a great salary as success? Or are there other things that you might class as success? Like a loving relationship, trust, having fun with your partner and making amazing memories, visiting amazing places. When you look back on your life, when we get to the end point, what do you want to say that you've done? And what do you think that you would say is the one thing that you really actually cared about. Like, do you think you're going to get to, let's just say you're going to live to 100. Do you think at 100 years old on your last breath, if somebody asked you, what was really important in your life? Do you think that you'd say money? Do you think that you'd say, oh, my nine to five job that's giving me a great salary? Do you think you'd say, oh, paying off my mortgage? Like, that is not something you're going to care about. So, how do you really want to live your life? What do you really think is going to give you bliss, that blissful feeling? What actually feels good for you and not what you think should feel good? Because, yes, it does feel good when you tick off things from your to-do list. But imagine if you spent the day doing something else that you really loved, that brought you so much joy and how good you would feel at the end of that day. But your mind is probably telling you right now, yeah, but I can't, you know, I don't have time to do that. Like, yeah, I would love to go to this place on the weekend and check this out and go for a lovely walk and go to a museum or visit this old town or go for a, walk in a beautiful garden or go out to dinner at this amazing Italian restaurant something like that but instantly your mind tells you yeah but I don't have time I've got too much on this weekend and this weekend I don't have enough money you're spending your money on other things that aren't even important and like your mind instantly goes into you can't have that you don't deserve that but we need to bring it back to what we actually want how we actually want to live our lives what we actually see as important. Because these things that I my mind stresses about are minute, tiny, stupid little things. Like, I get mad at myself because I'm like, okay, I'm going to vacuum the house on Tuesday. And Thursday comes around and I still haven't done it because maybe I'm working on something else that's taking my creative energy. Maybe it's taking up more time, but it's something that I really want to do so Thursday rolls around and I feel disappointed in myself I feel frustrated I feel angry just because I haven't taken 10 minutes to vacuum and when you think about it why does that matter why is that worth you feeling so frustrated and down on yourself about like look around to the floor is it really making you that frustrated and if it is maybe just pick up the vacuum and vacuum but if you look around and you're like you know what it's not even that dirty it's just something that I've told myself I have to do it's just on my routine to-do list maybe just take it off because you know we add stress to our lives we make ourselves busy we make ourselves more stressed we find things to be stressed about and yes It is capitalism. That's what it is. We always think we need to be busy. But what do we really want? Do we want a slow lifestyle? And maybe you do like to be busy, but maybe you like to be busy on different things. Maybe you like to be busy catching up with friends and family and really putting so much love and effort into those relationships. But you don't like being busy doing work constantly plus your social life. Maybe it's time to rethink your career and maybe it's time to rethink what you like you're busy to be or perhaps you do want to have a more slow lifestyle and maybe you want your social events to be based around camping and going to lovely places and not sitting at the same place, drinking and having a hangover the next day and wasting a whole day. So think about what you really want. And think about how your mind is making you stressed for no reason. No reason at all. You don't need to have that stress. So I have come up with 10 things today to help me be more comfortable with my slow lifestyle. To not tell myself that I need to be stressed. Because you don't have to be stressed to do a good job. You don't have to be stressed to be a hard worker. Some of the most productive people have slow lifestyles. So let's kick it off with number one. This one is going to be such an obvious one. Meditating. But think about this. When was the last time you meditated? Do you do it consistently? How did you feel when you meditated? Maybe if you've never meditated before, why don't you meditate for just two minutes? Just two minutes. Quiet your mind and see how loud it is. Listen to all the voices that are talking in your head. Because a lot of them aren't even yours. They might be your parents. They might be your friends, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your partner, whatever. Somebody else telling you, maybe it's this and this is a big one for me. I always hear my parents' voice in my head you should buy a house. It's a shame you haven't brought a house. You should have a mortgage. That is on a loop in my head. And I have to really dig in there and go, okay, let's remove that thought. And let's ask myself, what's really important to me? Is it really important to me that I have a mortgage and that I buy a house and I get into the housing market? Fuck no. I don't care. I don't care about that at all. But I was brought up in a family where my parents think that's something that's really important, which is totally fine. But we pick up all these things that we hear other people saying are important and we have them rotating in our head and we don't realise it's in our subconscious and we've downloaded that, we've been told that that's what we need to do and then we base our life around that. And I tell myself sometimes... I'm not successful because I haven't brought a house yet. I'm embarrassed because I haven't brought a house yet and I'm turning 26 this year. And then I reel it back in. Whose voice is that? What, why, why is that clinking around in my head? It's because it's a fear of somebody else not approving me or not thinking that I'm successful, but they're not my voices. They're not my aspirations. So it's so good to sit and listen to your thoughts and listen to how many people are in there in your head and ask yourself, who the hell is really controlling your life? Is it you? Because in my head, it really doesn't sound like me. So then, yeah, you ask yourself, what's really important to me? Is this really important to me? And really think about it. Like, think to you, like, will this really once it's actually done and achieved will you feel so fulfilled and happy or will you be happy that someone else is proud of you will you be happy that you can share it on instagram or facebook or tell your friends about it is it a brag thing or will it genuinely make you so happy and feel so achieved And toy around with like, yes, it might, that might make you feel really good. But is there something else that might make you feel even better and more fulfilled? Because perhaps you do still think that that's a good thing to do, whatever this thought is in your head, but there's something else that's so much better. And once you sort of put your energy into that other thing, then you can really tune out to other people's thoughts and things that you should do. And you can realize, you know what, that isn't that important to me. So, back to what I was saying. Number one, meditating. Listen to those thoughts coming in. You can even do a meditation, and usually meditation is trying to clear the mind, trying to be in the moment, and trying to not and trying to calm down your monkey mind and all the thoughts that are flying around. But I think it's really interesting to just sit there and just actually listen to the thoughts and let them happen. So you can really take check of what is happening in your head. So meditating in the morning I think is great. If you want to do it at night as well, that's awesome. But what I find about doing it in the morning is you slow down. And then that sets a tone for the rest of the day. Whereas if you do it at night, you've lived the whole day stressed, got to do this, got to do that, blah, blah, blah. And then you go to meditate at the end of the night and there's a thousand million thoughts running around at once. And then you meditate and you go to sleep. But the next day, trust me, you'll wake up, you'll be stressed again. So if you hit the nail on the head in the morning, I don't know if that's the right sailing. <laughs> sailing. <laughs> okay, I think I want to go sailing. Um, that's not the right saying, but just get it done in the morning. And then you'll be amazed at how you feel for the rest of the day. Your stress will creep back up and you will go, you won't be super calm the whole day. But if you do it in the morning, you slow down, you just start the day off right. So some of you may only do one meditation a day. Some of you may have never meditated before. Some of you may do it here and there like me. I would love to do it every day. But... I tell myself I'm too busy. I tell myself I need to be doing this, this, this. And then I tell myself, you know what? I can't do it when my partner's home because I won't be able to concentrate. And that's just another excuse to get myself out of it. I can do it. I can just sit in the bedroom, isolate myself and do it for two minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes. It doesn't matter. Just allow yourself that time to just calm the fuck down because this world is so fast. And it's a vortex that freaking spits us out. So take that time for yourself and you deserve it. You might tell yourself, you know what, other people do that. They're really calm people, blah, blah, blah. Anyone can do this. You don't even need an app on your phone. You can literally just go and sit somewhere with nothing. No timer, no nothing, no guides. Just sit there quietly, listen to your thoughts and try and calm your head and just take deep breaths. It doesn't have to be for a specific amount of time. Just sit there and just do it until you come up with something that you'd like to do that would be really nice. Not something off your to-do list, but just something that would feel good. Do that. That's easy. Just give it a try because it's seriously so life-changing and it's something so, I'm not going to say easy because it's actually quite difficult, but It's something that doesn't require a lot of tools. You don't actually need an app. You don't need this or that. It's something so accessible. That's the right word. So try just do five minutes in the morning. Start off with five because that's way more achievable. Listen to your thoughts about what your thoughts are telling you you need to do that day. And then ask yourself the question. What do you really want to do? Okay, number two. If you're a scheduled or routine person and you have like a calendar, this is me, I don't know if it's anyone else, might not relate, but I would book in a meeting with yourself. I know this sounds so dumb, but book in some time for yourself to do those things that you like to do that feel really good. Maybe it's doing something for your body, like yoga, going for a walk, or maybe it's journaling. Book in that time for yourself and then you won't feel guilty that you're not being quote-unquote productive because you've booked that time in. You've told yourself you're doing it. And if you don't do it, then you'll feel let down. Whereas if you have a lot to do on your to-do list and then you stop doing what you're doing, you go for a walk for an hour, you might come back and be like, shit, I really could have got done what I needed to do in that hour. I could have not gone for a walk. And then you make yourself feel guilty for taking that time for yourself. But if you have it scheduled into your calendar, you have that meeting booked with yourself, you've blocked out that one hour to go for a walk, that 20 minutes to do a yoga, 20 minutes to write in your journal or even 10 minutes, whatever you want, then you can't feel guilty about it because you've scheduled that time in. You've got to be there. You've got a commitment to yourself. So you've got to do it. Another thing around that is... I use Google Calendar. I find with the Apple Calendar, I don't, I can't really see my whole day and can't really like block out hour time slots. It's more of like what's on that day, and I find Google Calendar is really user user friendly in that way because you can really schedule out your days. And you might be someone that sound that thinks, "Oh, that sounds horrible. I'm not that scheduled," but it's actually really nice to sort of look at your week and see what you've got on, and then really understand what you've got time for because a lot of the time we set ourselves a massive to-do list and we're really frustrated that we can't get it all done by the end of the week. But if you look at your calendar and you go, all right, you know what? I'm busy the whole weekend with friends. I'm working this day, this day, this day. How much time do I actually have to fit these things in? I've only got, let's just say, I've only got six hours that week to actually fit things in. But all of the things that I want to do Is going to take way longer than that. You can look at that and be like, oh, well, you know what? I'm not going to be disappointed at the end of the week because I knew that I couldn't get this all done. So I'm going to push some stuff off to next week. So that kind of being organized like that actually helps a lot with this making ourselves stressed and got to do this, got to do that, because at least we know it's physically not possible for us to do it. And that takes away that disappointment when we don't get it done. So book a meeting in with yourself. Book in your yoga time. I find it's really easy. It's so much easier if you're doing it at the same time. That way you can get into a habit and you don't need to schedule in your time like this. You just know that that's what you do. It needs to be done. And then you don't end up feeling guilty about it. But if you've got a more sporadic schedule like me, book in that time with yourself. And download Google Calendar. It's fucking good. Number three. Get an app that's a task tracker. So... I have this app. I think the app's called Productive, but I'm going to put it in the show notes. So basically, it's like a task ticking off app. So today I look at my tasks that I have to do and all of my tasks are centered around taking care of myself and making sure I'm slowing down. So my tasks are set around how I'm going to actually make myself feel good and not the things that I need to do around the house or for work. So, on my list is meditate, go for a run, workout, practice yoga, read, and write in my journal. So, these things make me feel good. And with the exercise ones, like the go for a run, these ones are not to make myself feel bad if I don't do it and to you know, shame myself into exercising because of my body issues. I've come a long way with that and I've realized these things make my body feel good. They make my mind feel good and that's why I want to do them and I need to, like, I'm very much focused on making it about my body feeling good rather than for the physical reasons of wanting my body to look good. So that's why they're on there, just to justify myself a little bit there. But all of these things, I have certain goals set. So go for a run. I've set that to three times a week. So I've got to tick that off three times a week to get done what I need to get done. I need to write in my journal daily, which is so easy for me because this is something that I'm so in the habit of and I something that just really cleanses me so and that might not be for you so you don't need to have all the same ones as me you can have different ones that make you feel good but these are just some things that yeah really light me up make me feel better and make me like just slow down a bit and take that time for myself so I like this app because it does contradict what I was staying at the start with like oh you've got all these things you have to do blah 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 But these things are actually productive things that will make me feel good. So instead of looking at my to-do list of got to vacuum the house, got to do this and that for work, I look at this and I go, okay, you know what? I have to meditate today because that's on my to-do list. And if I don't do that and I don't tick that off my to-do list, I'm going to feel shit about myself. So it's completely contradicting what I was saying at the start. These to-do lists that stress us out. I have a to-do list that stresses me out, but it's for the things that make me feel good because I know that this actually works. Whereas me just saying, oh, you know, I really should meditate. I really need to meditate and, you know, I want to slow down. That's all well and good saying that, but I never do it because I'm so used to thinking that I need to be busy and stressed and i got to look at my other to-do list. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to make my own to-do list. Of all the good things that I need to do and then I'll feel pressure to do them so I'm kind of just using that like I'm using how my body already operates and my mind already operates and I'm just doing it in a different way so I have the targets that I've set and it feels so good when I tick these things off but a lot of people wouldn't think to add meditating to your to-do list you wouldn't think to add reading to your to-do list or writing in your in your journal. You'd only think to write things that you actually have to do to be quote-unquote productive. So this app I purely have for that. I don't have it for any of the things that I need to do for work or around the house, blah, blah, blah. And it's nice to just see the things that will, I know will bring me joy. And, it, yeah, it just feels so good ticking it off. And another thing you can do is if you have a busy week and you know that it is absolutely not achievable to go for a run 3 times in that week you can just change that that week you can change your your um your goal you can change your goal to one time a week or you can change it to zero whatever you need to do That way you don't feel disappointed when you haven't done it, when you knew you didn't have time to do it that week. But also, try and find the bloody time. (laughs) So, that's another thing I like to do. I like to use that app and then I have my actual to-do list separately. So, whether you write it down or use a different app for that. I use Google Tasks for my to-do list for work and around the house and I have separate lists. So, I have a list for the things I need to do for social media and then I have a list of things that I need to do, just life admin things and things around the house. So I have that completely separately and I sometimes turn notifications on if they're things that absolutely have to be done by a certain day but otherwise I just let them sit there and I wait until the time where I go, you know what, I've got a lot of time, Let me. I'm really in the mood to get some things done, let me go on there and do that. Rather than trying to, every day, looking at that list and every day being disappointed that I don't do it. Number four, journaling. This may be something that you think, oh my god, we did this in primary school and, like, this is something that little girls did in school and, like, have your little secret code diary. Like, that's not what it is. I saw a therapist a few years ago. I don't see her anymore, but she told me right in your journal and when she said that i was like oh my god that's so embarrassing like i don't want to tell anyone that i journal and this was when it wasn't like a a cool thing to do and wasn't like really out there in the self self-healing stratosphere like it wasn't wasn't something to do when she told me that i was like oh my god i can't tell anyone that i do this but it has been the most helpful thing ever Because I have such bad anxiety and I have so many thoughts running around my head, this helps me so much. And I would even say, to be honest, it helps me more than meditating because I get to pour out all of the things that are going on in my head. And no one needs to read this diary but you, by the way, so you can put your most evil thoughts on there. (laughs) You can drain all of that negative energy and you don't need to feel guilty about having these negative thoughts because guess what you're going to write it all down in paper you're going to pull it out of your mind you're going to pull it all out of your head and you're going to pour it into that piece of paper and then you can do whatever the fuck you want with that piece of paper I like to burn it in the fire because I know it's then gone it's taken out of my mind And it's burnt and it's gone from the universe. I've got it out there. Because for me, I bottle things up and then I fucking explode. I don't let anyone in and I don't share how I'm feeling until it really just explodes. And then it comes out like fire. (laughs) So it's really nice every day to just write down the shit that's pissing me off. To write down the shit that's making me feel really sad to write down why I'm feeling stressed and just to go in and dig a bit deeper into my mind. And I don't even realize that I'm feeling some of the things that I'm feeling until I start writing. And honestly, it doesn't even feel like it's me writing sometimes. I feel like I'm channeling from somewhere else. But once you start writing, you realize, holy shit, I was thinking about 10 different things. And, you know, I was feeling really paranoid that day because of this, this, and that. And that's why I was feeling so shit. And you, sometimes you can't, understand why you're feeling a certain way until you really let it out on paper and you really just you read it back and you're like holy crap there was a lot going on in my mind that I really didn't realize because I hadn't checked in with myself so journaling is such a good way to check in and it's such a good way to get stuff off your chest a lot of the time if I am feeling frustrated at someone in my life And I feel like, you know what, I don't really feel like any good can come of me sharing how I'm feeling. I don't think it can be productive. So I'll write it down in my diary and then I'll burn it. Or you can scrunch it up, cut it into a million pieces, whatever you want to do. Or you could just leave it in your diary and make sure you keep it in a private place. But I feel like I've got it off my chest. I feel like I don't need to say it to the person because it's like, oh, I've already got that off my chest. I already wrote it down. I already spoke about it, even though no one heard it or no one read it. I already got it off my chest and therefore it's gone out of my mind. So it's just such a good way to clear your mind. Another thing you could do is just record yourself, do an audio recording. Sit there in the car and talk to yourself as if you were talking to that person or as if you were talking to a friend that you wanted to talk to or a loved one, maybe a loved one that's passed away or maybe a spirit guide that you'd like to connect with. Do a voice recording and sit there and talk to them or sit there and talk to yourself. Talk to your past self. Talk to anyone. And you don't even need to record it. You can honestly just sit there and talk to yourself. I know that sounds crazy, but sometimes it's nice to record it to feel like you're You know, you've got a purpose and you're doing it for a reason. And then you can delete that recording. So no one has to hear it. But it's a great way to just let it out. It's a great way to just check in with your vagus nerve and get that operating and help your stress and anxiety. Another thing that I love to do, and this isn't a part of the list, but it just reminded me then, is sing. I love to sing and That's obviously something I share a lot. But if you feel like you don't have a good voice or maybe that's not something that you like, not one of your things that you like to do, just sing anyway. Find a song that you fucking love. Go sit in the car. Go for a drive. Sing it. Or if you're at home, play that song and just sing it. It really activates that vagus nerve and it really calms you down. So that was number four. Number four. So journaling, get yourself a notebook and just bloody let it out or record it or write it in your notes on your phone and delete it. Any way you can get that out of your mind is great because we bottle up so much and we harbour harbor so much energy in our minds and we just need a release. Otherwise, we do explode and it can become so overwhelming. Number five, take the day off social media. That way. You can have a day where you get what you need to get done and then it's done. You don't need to stress about it anymore because we spend so much time on social media. We feel like we actually don't have time to do these things when we do have time. Like whenever someone says, I don't have time, I always think in my head, you do have time. Whenever I tell myself, I don't have time, I say straight back, you do have time. But you're putting your time into other things. So you might not realize that you're actually scrolling for two hours a day or you're on Instagram and Facebook for two hours a day. You don't need to go on it unless that's your profession and you're actually doing that for work. But you don't need to go on it. The world will survive and you will survive if you don't go on it for a day. Honestly, what is the worst that could happen? Take a day off delete the Instagram app. Your account will still be there, but just delete the app so you can't go on it. Delete the Facebook app. You can always re-download it later that night or the next day. Delete the app so you can do some stuff for yourself or you can get that stuff done that you wanted to get done. Because if it's not there, you won't be able to go into it. And you'd be surprised at how many times you pick up your phone and just go to scroll and you don't even realize it's happening. It's like, just automatic your body is just picking your hand is just picking up your phone and you're scrolling your thumb is just scrolling and you don't even realize that you're doing it it's so insane so take the day off socials get what you need to do done and then that way you can be a bit more productive number six be more organized and i kind of touched on this earlier i use google calendar if you're more organized then like I was saying earlier, you can see what you've actually got to do for the week. You can see how much time you actually have and therefore you can understand if you don't get things done and not feel so shit about yourself. So a lot of people, it might work if you actually schedule in the time to do the things that you need to do work-wise or around the house chores, whatever. You can actually slot those in and see when you can do them. Um, some people might not like to operate that way and might like to just operate when they have energy. So have your separate to-do list and you can, on the day, look at how much time you have, look at what you feel like you really could do that day and what wouldn't, what wouldn't annoy you to do that day. Like if you wake up and you're like, I really don't want to do the vacuuming today, do something else, tick off something else off your list. Number seven, ask yourself what's really important in life. And this, I also touched on earlier, but a thing that I find so helpful. And I think that I read this in the book, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. I know I found it in a book, but keep asking yourself why. And then when you answer that, why ask why again? So for instance, today I'm feeling stressed. I ask myself, why am I feeling stressed? I'm feeling stressed because I have some things I need to do for work today. Okay, I'm going to ask myself why again. Why am I feeling stressed because I have some things I need to do for work today? I think to myself, well, you know, I shouldn't be stressed because I really love my job. I love what I'm going to do. And it's totally achievable what I need to get done today and it will be totally enjoyable. So, hmm, I'm not really sure why I'm stressed. And then I think a bit deeper. Okay, well, ask again, why, why am I stressed? And I think, well, I used to be stressed at my other jobs. When I say the word work, I associate that with stress. All of my other jobs, I have felt so stressed. They have been such toxic environments that I associate work with stress, even though I have an amazing job that I love so much. My mind thinks stress, stress. You've got to do something for work, stress. So then I take a breath and I go, huh, okay. So I'm stressed about a job that I don't even have anymore because I think I should be stressed. And then I ask myself, why was I stressed in those other jobs? Because people treated me a certain way. When I worked so hard, they treated me like shit and they made me feel bad. And I didn't like not having someone's approval. And then I asked myself, why again? Why did I need that approval? Why did I care what they thought? And then it gets really deep. I felt like I had something to prove. And I felt like I wasn't good enough unless I got the praise. I felt like I wasn't good enough. And there it is. So... To get to the nutshell of it, why am I stressed today? Because I feel like I'm not good enough. That's really why. And that can sound so crazy that all it is, is I have to do a couple of things for work today. But in my mind, you're not good enough. You're not good enough. You're going to fuck up. Someone's not going to be happy with you. You're going to do something wrong because I feel like I'm not good enough. And that's so deep and it sounds so fucked up. But if you keep asking yourself why why you're feeling a certain way, then you'll get to some real deep things in your head that you didn't even realise were there. Just keep saying, why, why, why? And then ask yourself, what is really important in my life? For me, it's really important that I live a joyful life, a slow life. So I then said to myself, okay, what have I got to do today that will make me feel, feel a lot of joy? So I said to myself you know what I don't need to start work right this second what will make me feel really a lot of joy is sitting down and recording a podcast is pouring out my heart like this and seeing whether other people relate with it it's really just letting things out and getting it off my chest and that's going to make me feel a lot of joy because recording this podcast makes me feel really good so that's what I'm going to do I'm going to do that and then I'm going to work and hey I'm nearly finished this episode and I feel great now. I feel really calm and I feel really excited to start work because I've done something that I really wanted to do today as well. Number eight, if possible, turn off your phone for the first two hours per day, every morning. In the morning, I always am checking my phone. I'm checking social media. I am wasting probably at least an hour every morning just just wasting time on my phone. Honestly, the most pointless things, just checking every app, checking, checking, checking. And I don't need to do that. Instead, I could be doing some of those things on my self-care task list. I could be meditating. I could be doing yoga. I could be writing in my journal, having a nice coffee outside in the sun and feeling really good. There's so much you can do in that two hours That you don't realise you're wasting every single morning by scrolling in bed. If you can, put your phone in another room. I don't do this, but I'm going to start doing it. Number nine, write a list of what you need to do. Then analyse the F out of that list. (laughs) So on your to-do list where you've got vacuum the house, go to the post office, blah, blah, blah. And I know I keep using vacuuming the house as an example, but this is one that's always on my list that I always put off. But sometimes I look at my to-do list and I go, you know what? This stresses me out that I have 10 things to do on my to-do list. And then I analyze the shit out of that to-do list. And I say, like, I'm like, today I really want to be creative. I don't want to do this, anything on this list. So let's look at what I really need to do. I look around the house and I'm like, do I really need to clean the bathroom today? No, I don't. Do I really need to vacuum the house today? No, I don't. I'm going to take those things off my list. And yes, you might think that that sounds unproductive. But hell, I'm going to have such a more productive day. Because I'm going to do the shit I want to do. I'm going to make something awesome. I'm going to be so creative. And I'm going to do something that I really want to do. So... You take that vacuuming off the list if it doesn't really need to be done because you're just putting these things on there just to make yourself stressed, just to make yourself busier. Maybe make a cleaning schedule so that things feel like they're sort of ticking along rather than just leaving it to a day that you can be bothered and then like being frustrated at this to-do list all the time. Have yourself a maybe more of a cleaning schedule so you know when it needs to be done. But yeah, look at your to-do list and what do you actually need to bloody do? You might have something on your list. Go to this place, buy this. Ask yourself, do you really want to go to that place and do you really want to buy that thing? How long will you actually be happy buying that thing that you want? Is it something that you really want or is it something that you're buying because you think it'll look good to share to other people? Is it really necessary? I'm definitely trying to live a more minimalistic life I'm trying to have less stuff I'm trying to buy less stuff because I ask myself why am I buying that I'm buying that because I think it'll look good why do I want to look good and sometimes it's because I want to feel good in myself sometimes it's because like I'm expressing myself for the view of other people and I'm like you know what if those jeans aren't comfy I'm not fucking buying them anymore I'm not wearing them I want to wear something that's really comfortable, something that feels really soft. That's what makes me feel good. And something that looks good as well, of course, because I want to feel confident in myself. But ask yourself, are you doing something that is for someone else, for someone else's view? So just check in with that list that you've got to do and really ask yourself, do you actually need to do that? Is that really important in your life? And do you need to have that on your list? Like, do you really need to write on your to-do list vacuum? When you look around, if it's dirty and you know you need a vacuum, you're probably going to do it anyway. So don't put it on a list because it just adds clutter. Number 10, lucky last. This one is a fun one. Book yourself that thing that you can't afford, you don't deserve. Like, somebody else could have that, but I can't have that. Book yourself that thing and I don't mean buy an object I don't mean like buy that thing that you thought you couldn't afford buy that bloody designer handbag like that is not what I'm talking about here book yourself a massage if you tell yourself oh no like I can't afford that but god I'd love a massage god I just want to be touched I want to just felt really feel held and I want to just really feel pampered bloody book that thing in because you are important. You're telling yourself you're not important enough to spend money on something that won't last long, you know? Book in that massage. Maybe it's a Reiki session. Maybe you need to see a chiropractor. Maybe you want to see a clairvoyant, a, clairvoyant, a healer. You want to do something that brings you pleasure. Maybe it's going to a sporting game, something like that, that costs a bit of money for a ticket. Maybe it's seeing a band. You tell yourself, I can't afford that. I can't afford that. I'm saving for this, saving for a house, blah, blah, blah. You're not living life. Live your life. Let yourself have those pleasures. Book yourself a massage. No, you don't have to get a massage every two two weeks. Like you don't have to be someone that affords it, but just spend a hundred bucks. You might be spending a hundred bucks on a pair of shoes that you don't even fucking need tomorrow, but you tell yourself you can't have a massage. Or slowly set yourself aside $5 a week until you can afford to get a massage. Maybe it's getting your nails done. Maybe it's getting your hair done. Yeah, maybe it's buying a ticket to something or booking a weekend away or booking a night away by yourself or with someone that you love. You tell yourself, no, we can't afford that. No, it's not a special occasion. Life is a fucking special occasion. Making joy in your life is special. Do it. Book that in. You deserve it. Stop telling yourself you don't deserve it. Stop telling yourself you can't afford it. Because that's not the mindset that you should be living in. I'm going to end it there, guys. That's the 10 things that I'm going to do to really either slow my lifestyle style down or get out of this do, 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 busy, busy, busy mentality. And I'm just going to slow down and really bring some joy into my life. I hope that you found something that's going to help you in this I'd love if you would choose one thing out of those 10 things that you're really going to take away from today and you're really going to bring it into your life no you don't have to do all 10 things but if you take just one thing I would love that Uh, if you could leave me a rating and review that really helps my podcast and I'd really love to know if you're liking what you're hearing it'd really make me feel good to know that someone is listening and really finding some kind of help in this podcast or really relating so if you could leave a rating or review that would really help me out and make me feel so good so thank you so much for listening and sorry for rambling for so long but it just feels really good talking to you guys (laughs) anyway have the best day and before you go remember unclench your jaw relax your shoulders relax your eyebrows Relax that crease that we have in between our eyebrows that we always scrunch up when we're stressed or frustrated or sad. Just relax those eyebrows. Even give them a little massage. It feels so good to just massage your eyebrows. So much stress there. And take a deep breath. Take it with me now. <laughs> okay, sorry. Second breath, start again. God, it feels good to breathe. Bet you haven't really taken a deep breath like that today, huh? Thanks so much for being here, guys. Have the best day ever.